Yep. Yep. There we go. There it is. All right. Here we go. Yep. Sorry, we're a day late. Yep. All the uh, Monday morningers are like, what the hell? I know. You guys are a bunch of slackers. Yeah, we unintentionally dropped the ball. We had some shit come up. Yep. Very last minute. Very last minute. We had all intensive purposes. Yeah. Or we we were sitting here recording it, getting ready to release for Monday morning. And then we got a phone call that made us drop everything and leave. Um, All is good. All is well. Don't need anyone to worry about us. Uh, But we just had some shit come up we had to take care of. We don't have COVID. Uh, We don't have COVID. So that's great. Um, and yeah, we thought we would be back by the end of the day to record and send out and be good to go, but we ended up having to stay the night in another town, so we're a day late, and we're sorry. Yeah. There's so much... I don't think people care, though. Yeah, whatever. There's so much stuff that has been going on since the last time we recorded a prelude. Ironically enough, I feel like, ironically enough, it's like... Kind of what we talk about in the episode, but not really. No, not at all. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's just like there's so many things that have happened. It would take an hour to go over them. You know, the president has COVID. The mm. White House itself is a super spreader. Uh, new um, seat in the Supreme Court has a, a hearing right now for Amy Coney Barrett, mm. um, and her hearing to be confirmed. Wait, That's so going like, on right now as we speak. So, like, for her hearing, is it like they're gonna? Is it like a vote to like? Is she being voted in? Uh, it it's kind of like that. Like, there's it's almost it. It seems like a trial. Like, there's this yeah. cross examination where they they're basically like the Senate is interviewing her to come to the conclusion whether she is. A sound character to but be can, put into that. They can position. say we don't think you're a sound character. Well, I don't know how that would work with like the Democratic side if they're like, I know that they're trying to do that right now. They're obviously like saying, that bitch is crazy. Yeah, yeah, she is. <laughs> the idea of her being in the Supreme Court, <laughs> in the Supreme Court, really scares me. <laughs> But anyways, that's what's currently going on right now. Yeah. On Monday, by the time you listen to this on Tuesday, I'm sure there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff that comes out about that um yeah. that hearing. But yeah, everybody knows what else is going on. The shit show that was the first presidential debate. Yeah. Mike Pence and the fly on his head and the vice presidential debate. So good. Kamala's like permanent smile and eye roll was yeah, just like was, amazing. She's clapping back. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. I have to I'm speaking. It was so good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, again, we apologize for being a day late here. We've got some stuff going on, and um, we'll we'll hopefully fill you guys in on what's going on soon here. Mm-hmm. But, anyway, Yeah. So, in this episode, we decided to kind of escape 2020 once again. Yep. And uh, we specifically talked about us daydreaming yeah, and all the fun and exciting adventures that we have on our bucket list that we want to accomplish. And then maybe some things that are just over the horizon for us that we are physically trying to make happen. Yeah. So, yeah, today we're talking about daydreaming. daydreaming. Hope you enjoy. Stick around. Okay, bye. For what? Bye. Well, here you go. I want you to know that I love you so. You're my best friend. Alright. We are live. We gotta get all situated in our new setting here. Uh, don't you're gonna make people think that we have a new setting and we don't we're literally we moved in, the piece of wood in the kettlebell we we moved it to an ottoman closer to us but we are still sitting on the couch where we always sit i know but just the our our podcast setup is different 
and the listeners might be able to hear that. Not by much. Just kidding. <laughs> How's that line? Great. I like it. I like it. It's better. Yeah. It makes me it makes me mentally feel like better. It makes me physically feel better. And it makes me consciously feel better. Does that tie in with mentally, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. LaCroix. Are we even sure that's how you say it though? I'm pretty positive. La crack. The best flavor is coconut. La crack. Uh, I mean, that's what everyone says. It's basically a hard seltzer minus the hard. It's just a seltzer. Yeah. I swore to myself that, um, I swore to myself that I would never drink bubbly water because I think that's like, you, pretentious? you ask me, Sarah, what's the most pretentious situation on the face of this planet? And I will say, when people say, do you want sparkling or flat? Well, when you drink like a... Flat or go fuck your butt. When you like, drink like a Pellegrino or something, I feel ugh. like that's different. No, like that's... See, to me, it's like, I why? Why? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that is super oh, pretentious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's what I'm saying. Spar- I don't think I mean, I know. Let me finish. Stop <laughs> getting ahead of yourself. That's what I'm saying. Like, something with flavor in it, totally. Like... Totally good. LaCroix? Okay. Pellegrino? Get the fuck out. Yeah, get the, but they do have flavored Pellegrinos now, though. Your fancy-ass little green bottles? Nah, give me that shit in a can. Yeah. Anyways, uh, today we're going to be talking about daydreaming. And uh, I never used to be the type of person who would fantasize about like our future and go on these wild goose chases of like, like, I'm going to start looking at everything there is to know about, like, fucking basket weaving. Want to waste my time? Okay. Or something, you know? Like, that was me. I've always done that. Yeah, but all of a sudden, I find myself every couple months going down some new rabbit hole mm-hmm. of looking into and researching everything that there is to look into about certain things. Yeah. I think where it really started for me was when I started getting, like, the travel bug when do you think that was when did you get the travel bug i mean like real talk with it was like yeah don't yeah don't bullshit me just no real talk me the first time it got put into my like ear a little bit about like doing that sort of thing was when i was working the city job specifically when i was talking to one individual who didn't have kids and who was really taking advantage of the schedule and yeah. traveling the world. Let's just clarify a little, paint a little picture to people. A coworker you worked with at one point in time yeah. kind of put the bug in your ear when you were working a, a job about a year, two years ago yeah. now. Um, and yeah, him and his wife, they were what, like in their 50s? No, they weren't that old. Oh, they were 40s? Um, maybe early 40s. Okay. Early 40s, no kids, and they were just traveling the world. Just killing it. Yeah. And with where we were at in that, you know, that kind of situation, like mm-hmm. that mindset that we had. Yeah. Um, I was like, man, we could start doing that. So it started with us thinking about planning out all these trips. Well, I think it what it really started with was us making that definitive decision that we think we want a life without kids. You might change your mind. No. <laughs> yeah. That's where it starts. Well, it even regardless of Because I think you started to see like you said like you had this coworker who, you know, aka was in a similar boat, right? Like cuz we had kind of gotten to a place in our lives where we were thinking like I think we don't want kids. And then when you saw him like, "Oh, he doesn't have kids and he's doing this." You're like, "Oh, plus we don't have to just have a life of no kids, but we could have a life worth not having kids, I think. Yeah. Specifically. What was their home situation like? Did they have like a nice home and I don't I don't small? know what they had, but they they weren't doing extraordinary things. It was just with a specific job that we were working yeah. and the way that the schedule works and the availability of having time off in yeah. large chunks. Yeah. You would take advantage of those and they would go and just travel the world. Wouldn't do anything crazy, you know, but just yeah. go travel. That's what they would do. Yeah. Um, and 
we had kind of set a plan in motion Mm -hmm. that every time we had those large strings of not having to work, we were going to go travel domestically within the States. Yeah. And then shit happened with me and work and that came to a a crashing halt. And -hmm. then COVID happened Mm -hmm. and that came to a crashing halt. Yeah. What sucked was first shit happened with you that came to a crashing halt. We worked through it. And then got to a point again where like, you know, fuck it, we're going to travel. And then COVID happened. Yeah, we started planning out (laughs) for the whole year where we were going to go. Yeah. We went on one trip. We went to Seattle and then COVID happened and then all travel stopped. Yeah. So I think even now more than ever, because we've been stuck at home, Mm -hmm. being cooped up inside really emphasized the fact that I didn't want to live this mundane life, that I wanted to have an extraordinary life. And I think that's where this daydreaming thing for me has really started picking up some pace. Yeah. And the wheels start turning on stuff. So like I've thought about doing all sorts of crazy shit now and uh, all sorts of different projects that I'd like to do or, you know, different sort of bucket list items. And for sure, like our living situation and what we what we see our future to be, I think is definitely progressed and morphed a lot from maybe what we thought a few years ago yeah well and i think a big thing that helps too to kind of um facilitate those thoughts that makes it easier to have those thoughts is the fact that we're rich (laughs) i mean totally we're not rich but I do kind of mean that in the sense of we have no debt. You know, if you do actually look at, you know, people might have a a lot of money in the bank, but also have a lot of debt. So when you look at like the net, their net worth, yeah, they're like, well, shit, I, after all my student loans, after all this, my car loans, my house, like I'm at fucking negative $300,000 or something. Yeah. Like I'm in the red, like we are in the green. <laughs> significantly because we have zero debt yeah so that's a perk that we have yeah which makes some of these things more realistic exactly that's what i'm saying so i figured with this episode i just want to talk about some of our our grand schemes and our delusions of grandeur that we have about what our future might look like and what we as a couple you know see for ourselves yeah what type of lifestyle we want to live and maybe we'll address some of those things like bucket list items or traveling and we'll we'll kind of see where that goes. How are you feeling as far as, you know, this whole daydreaming aspect and like thinking about all these crazy ideas and these, these, you know, wild adventurous things that we could potentially take part in. Yeah. I think it's really fun to daydream. I think it's especially fun to daydream about very potentially realistic things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's one thing to daydream about things that like don't actually feel obtainable because you're just living in this fantasy and like you kind of in the back of your head like no, like it's just a fantasy yeah. and it's just really fun to kind of put your mind in that space. But particularly right now I think it's been really fun to, you know, daydream about like our latest daydreams because they could be very obtainable. I think anything that you really want to do, like you have the opportunity to make that happen. I think a lot of people like to fantasize about doing a certain thing or experiencing something. And then they give themselves the option. They give themselves every excuse not to do it. Not to do it. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, when we get into it a little later in the episode and we talk specifically what our latest kind of daydreaming thing is, uh, we'll probably get into why it might not be a total fantasy and how we can actually make it work. So, yeah. Um, but you know, first part of this podcast, I just want to talk about like bucket list items in maybe just like unique experiences that you would like to Accomplish. accomplish or that you would like to witness or take part in. Yeah. In, you know, it could be really anything, just like things that you would like to do for yourself, for us. So, yeah, I mean, I thought about a few of these things. Um, I feel like mine are super fucking cheesy and just really lame. Mine are lame, too. And they're like <laughs> extremely attainable. 
It's just things that I haven't done that I've always been pushing off. Yeah, I feel like every single thing that I have on my list is absolutely doable. It's just about doing it. Yeah. I think I will take off. Well, maybe except for like one or two of these. I think I will accomplish all these like within the next 20 years. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I can go first and we'll just kind of bounce stuff off of each other. Okay. Um, Give it to me. So first and foremost, obviously, I put on there like my obvious career goals that mm-hmm. I've set out. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, like in the the career path that I am in, a lot of people would probably look at that as like a bucket list career yeah. to do. Um, and it's kind of like semi checked off because I've, I've physically done it. I've physically done the things that people within that career like would feel unsatisfied if they never got to do. Like yeah. I've done all the things within the job yeah. that are exciting. Um, so it's kind of been checked off, but what I specifically set out as a goal has not been accomplished yet. Yeah. So that's what I'm still working towards. But besides that, like one of the, the first things that I put on there was like tattoos. Mm. Like I really like tattoos. I've yeah. always appreciated tattoos, yeah. but I've always pushed it off. Yeah. And it, it's always been because of job related things that I yeah. haven't gone down that route. But um it's something that I want to do. I just never pulled the trigger on doing it. It's and so it, funny. it's always a bucket list type of thing. Dude, you got a tattoo. It's so funny just because we've been together for so long now that like I know how bad you always talked about wanting tattoos, but it, like it feels so like I don't see it ever happening. <laughs> like I hope it does. Yeah. I'm just like, I now have such a hard time picturing you finally getting a tattoo. That's going to be yeah, a fun I mean, day I've been, when that I've been talking about it for, you know, yeah, 12 years. 16, yeah. So I think it will. I think yeah. it will happen. No, I know it will. It'll be a really fun day when it does happen, for sure. Yeah. Right now, it's kind of a, a bad time to be thinking about it, though. Yeah. Shops and closures of COVID and yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the first thing. Do you want to... Just go back and forth. Sure. I mean, my first thing I wrote was living the best life. Okay. Well, that's that's kind of like the last thing that I wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like at was, the end of the day, that's my, my that was end like goal. First and foremost. My second one was I want to only do balayage. Huh? Okay. Bucket, bucket list. Is it a bucket list? Thing, I, I told you it was so fucking stupid. I told you that's my fine. list was stupid, but like, yes, that is a huge bucket list of mine. I Why don't you, before you get into that, mm-hmm. why don't you rephrase that so that in layman's terms, people might know what you're talking about. Like, in, not even, like, describing what it is, just... Yeah. In layman's terms, I want to do only one specific coloring technique as a hairstylist. And I want to build an entire career off of just that one technique. Why is that? Which, because it is majority of my current business and clientele it's the thing that i enjoy the most it's the thing that i get the most fired up to do i don't get excited to color someone's roots yeah i get excited to paint someone's hair well no and cutting but i'm saying as far as color goes that's the only color i want to do do people do that yes i know stylists who are do balayage only well the world is your oyster and you potentially might I be love, pushed into a situation where you can make that happen. I love, love, love so much all my clients out there who I see every four weeks and I color the roots. Again, it's just not what gets me fired up. Yeah. Like, I love my job and I want to keep loving my job. So the next thing, next two things I have on my list as far as like bucket list experiences yeah, um, are specifically hiking related. Ooh, love. Because... Um, one of the things that we have a passion for that we've had since like early in our relationship yeah. was hiking and backpacking. Yep. And uh, these are really obtainable goals. Like mm-hmm. I'm not talking like the Appalachian Trail or the Pacific Crest Trail. Like I want to do the John Muir Trail. Yep. 211 miles. Yep. Totally doable. Yep. I also want to do the Lost Coast Trail. I want to do Lost Coast. Both so of bad. those. Both of those trips. Both of those. Both. Both. <laughs> Is it both or both? Both. <laughs> no. Both of those. <laughs> both. Both of those are totally obtainable. Both of those trips can easily get crossed off the bucket list. Yeah. 
and I think that they will um, probably sooner than later. Maybe not yeah. the JMT because you need probably like three to four weeks off to do that. Yeah, Lost Coast for sure, though. But yeah, Lost Coast, you do that in a week. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So my next one after that was get a six pack. Okay. Bucket list. It is. It's my bucket list. Okay. I just feel like I've come this far with like weight loss. I just feel like I'm not finished. I'm not complete. Yeah. And I'm not saying that like everyone out there who's losing weight should strive for a six pack. This is just my own personal goal that like I would like to just have at least gotten to experience living with that. Yeah. At some point in my life. Personal growth. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. Way to, way to plug, babe. Yeah. I'm trying to get those listeners up. Yeah. We're at eight now. Yep. Hell yeah. So I'll, can I just group in my second thing after that yeah, with this? Yeah. Because I feel like they kind of could... T- oh, actually, the next three kind of tie yeah, together. Yeah, let's go. Let's okay. do it. Um, so then I also said learn to surf. Get pitted. So pitted like that. Which I feel like yeah. you get a six pack when you surf. Like, oh. Gotta really use your You've core. been talking about that for a while. I have been wanting to learn to surf for a long time. That's Can I always say been something like, about surfing specifically? Like why I feel like we've never done it? Oh, I know why we haven't done it. Okay, why haven't we done it? We haven't done it. For the same reason why we haven't spent most of the 10 years we've lived here at the beach, because we live inland and I work at the beach. So the beach for me is subconsciously associated with work. Yeah. And it's like I drive to work and then I'm like, get me the fuck home. Yeah. So we don't ever make an effort to go back out that way. Yeah. Because going that way is like, oh, I'm going to work. But we've been doing it more. And I could definitely see ourselves getting more into the beach water yeah. life. Yeah, maybe one day we'll do that. Maybe uh, in our future plans, yeah. maybe that will facilitate yeah. picking that up. So. Yeah, that's there you what go. I'm hoping for. Oh, so then um, the next thing after that, that tied in said, be a legit beach bum for at least a year. Well, maybe you'll be a beach bum for forever. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Anything else? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll just say my last one now. Yeah. Might as well just, <laughs> just really get them all out there. I just went on a roll, Sarah. So much for going back and forth. My last one, I said I want to buy a car in cash. I'm feeling saucy. I think I'm going to buy it. Do you accept cash? Wow. Just fucking pretty woman them. Like, yeah. um, I don't think you can afford this car, ma'am. You'd be like, oh, really? And then pull out the big Louis Vuitton bag, be like... I got four stacks to say otherwise, motherfucker. No, no. the phrase is big mistake. <laughs> big mistake. <laughs> I except I will not have a Louboutin purse. Well, I feel like that's also easily. I'll take obtainable. my Target leather bag. Yeah. My Target bag full of a hundred thousand dollars. No, not even that. Full full of forty five thousand dollars in cash. I yeah, also give feel... me my Kia Nero, bitch. Yeah, I also feel that that is very obtainable for you because you're not looking at getting a Maserati or a Lamborghini or I, some baller ass car. Exactly, I want a Kia. Yeah, I want a Kia Nero. Like, I can take out money out of the savings in cash and be like, "Here you go, babe." If anyone, if anyone out there works for Kia, um, and you want to sponsor us, that'd be cool. See, I I feel like I would never do that though. Buy a car with cash because. You're never going to haggle down to a, a good price for the car. Like, yes, you can. That is, that is the one time. If you are going to pay for a car completely, fully in cash, that is where you can haggle down the most insane deal of your really? life. Yes. So be like, I got cash right now. You give it to me exactly. for 10 grand off. Yep. Yep. Here you go. Yep. Really? Yep. Okay. Yep. I stand corrected. Yep. Big mistake. Because you're just like out the door you're like i have yeah. cash right here right now I like get it. this is in your guys's pockets and they're like shit i get it we gotta take that yeah um so back to me here yeah back to you what else do you got so the other things i have on here you know maybe not so obtainable mm. but let me hear it. i'd like to see these things happen this one Baby, a threesome is not going to happen. <laughs> We've I'm been sorry. over this a million times. I'm sorry. I didn't write that. But. I didn't write that. But I you didn't thought write it. That. But 
I didn't write that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would love to witness Cal win the Pac-12 mm. championship or the national championship. Mm. I said Pac-12 first because yeah, that I could see yeah. in my lifetime. Go Bears. National championship. I don't know. Yeah. I think we got as close as we possibly could in 2003. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Yeah. And that was probably the last time. Yeah, but a lot can change in the course of your lifetime. Yeah. And then ultimately, um, kind of what you said in the beginning is like, I just want to live a life worth living and be happy. And to me, what really, what that looks like is living an extraordinary life, like not being sedentary, not doing the mundane lifestyle. So whether that's, you know, maybe we hike to like the base camp of Everest, like doing something crazy like that or, mm-hmm. you know, traveling the world or maybe even sailing around the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like yeah, that's all stuff. I don't know. It's all stuff that sounds like at the end of the day when I was on my deathbed, I can look back and be like, damn, I did some really cool shit with the time that I had here. Yeah. I think, I think for me, it, that's exactly it as well. I think, um, more prevalently right now is a matter of being in a mindset and being able to accept and acknowledge that in the 12 years we've been together, life hasn't exactly worked out according to plan. Yeah. And I want to just jump into living a life where we have the control. Like we can do the things that we want to do and enough pushing stuff off and we can still you know as things come up we can navigate around them but i don't want to keep looking back on life and being like fuck we could have done that four years ago oh we could have done that a year ago we could have done that we could have done that we could have done that i don't want to live my life full of we could have yeah you know i want to know i want to look back and be like we fucking did that yeah for sure so i want to transition into specifically the travel Mm -hmm. aspect Mm -hmm. Um, and this doesn't have to be crazy in depth or like long. Um, I just kind of want to hear where you think you want to travel to, like given the opportunity to travel the world, what are some of the hot spots that you really want to see? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, like, again, like our own backyard is still a huge one for me, just traveling domestically through the States. There's so much to see in this country that I would love to witness and just get the chance to experience. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, like I really do want to, I love the idea of traveling the world. Like there's a bunch of places that I want to go and I want, there's, there's so many countries and places out there that I, I can't even possibly think of right now because maybe I don't even know that they exist. Like, I don't know the name of them. I don't know, yeah. like whatever. So it's like, I want to just start traveling and I want to be exposed and be told about places that we aren't even, you know, thinking of right now. I'm a firm believer in the fact that like anywhere that you can travel doesn't matter the destination. Like you can have an amazing experience. Yeah. Like maybe it's some middle of the middle of nowhere town that has a great culture or like just has this unique experience that you're yeah. having there. Like I, I, I start to think about like the yes theory videos mm-hmm. and when that, that guy went to like yeah. the smallest yeah. freaking, I don't even know if it was the smallest country. It was like the smallest Island. Yeah. Like in the world. Yeah. And it was like the least visited place in the world Yeah, that he went to where there's like no tourism and he had an amazing experience yeah. there. Like, yep. and there's so much hospitality Mm-hmm. when you go to some of those places like that especially if you're going there for tourism because people are like what are you doing here and yeah. he's like I, i'm here to see you yeah like and that's that's henry rollins big thing like he travels the world and goes to all these places with like no agenda he'll just pick a spot or his his publicist or his um his uh, what are they called personal mm-hmm. assistant yeah we'll just buy him a ticket to go somewhere yeah. and he goes has no plans he shows up and he just starts talking with locals and they'll usually go on that that conversation path was like, well, what are you looking to do here? Why are you here? And he's like, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. Like, I'm here to talk to you. Like, yeah. what should I do? Yeah. 
And I think you can have such memorable experiences with things like that. And yeah. even specifically like domestically here, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people wouldn't look at places like Montana as like a travel destination, like mm-hmm. Bozeman or, or something, mm-hmm. or, you know, some places in New Mexico. Yeah. And it's like, you can have awesome experiences if you put yourself out there and experience what those places have to offer. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's kind of like my, my main like mindset is like, yeah, like I wrote down a couple other like countries and stuff just to list them. But essentially, like I kind of just I want to just experience where traveling takes us, you yeah. know, just through meeting people and talking to people and go yeah. like, oh, you got to go here and experience this. And I love, you that. know, just like just kind of letting it. Yeah, take us where it takes us. But, you know, I, so I wrote the U.S. I wrote Mexico. I wrote Indonesia. I wrote Bahamas, Costa Rica. Yeah. Um, those are just those are places that I know a lot of people. Basically, every person who lives in Encinitas goes to Bali or goes to Costa Rica. Yeah. So I've heard a lot of people talk about their experiences in those particular countries. Um, so those are just what I've written down. But essentially, I want to travel the unknown. I want to travel places that I've never even heard of. You yeah. know, like that's that's sure. my idea of traveling. Yeah, that's awesome. Um... For me, like, I feel the same way. Like, I, I want to just go. Mm-hmm. I don't really care where. I just mm-hmm. want to experience mm-hmm. things that I haven't experienced. That's my biggest yeah. driving factor is just experience-wise. Yeah. So wherever that takes me, I'm totally fine with that. But yeah. specifically, maybe some countries that I would like to experience. Um, I just wrote, like, Europe in general. Like, mm-hmm. I'd love some of the countries like throughout Europe that aren't so much traveled that have a lot of history. Yeah. Um, the Mediterranean would be yeah. super cool. Yep. Uh, Germany. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to go to beer fest. You do not speak of beer fest outside of beer fest. Mm-hmm. Or uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Oktoberfest. Yeah, I'd love to go to Oktoberfest. Beer fest is a movie. Yep. <laughs> I'd like to drink beer at Oktoberfest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Singapore has been mm-hmm. one on my list just for like how crazy like the tech is there. Yeah. Um and just the luxuriness the Yeah, what about like Dubai? Dubai, I've heard a lot of weird things about Dubai. Mm-hmm. Like as far as the tech side and how they've built things yeah, are really cool. shit's like super luxe but there. <laughs> experience-wise, I've heard it's it's kind of weird. Mm, interesting. Um, but like Italy, Spain, South America, like, yeah. you know, Costa Rica, Peru. Yeah. I'd love to see those places. Um, Iceland, I know yes. for both of us has been one that we would yep. like to see as far as like the, the not so warm climates. Yeah. Um, I'd love to do that. Yeah. But, you know, maybe, maybe one day we'll be able to do that. And I, I hope that we can look back at this episode in, you know, 30 years and be like, oh shit, we did a lot of that stuff. Yeah. That'd be great. Yep. That's but the goal. I feel like now might be a great time to take a little break. Yeah. And then uh, when we get back, we'll kind of dive into our, our living yeah. situations. Yeah, our, our the big daydreams. Yeah. The ones that we, like, really go all out on yeah. in, in the mind. Like, specifically what we're fantasizing about and spend a lot of effort talking about is, is yeah. these living situations. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, stay tuned. Stayed along for the listen. Oh, you guys. You're so sweet the way you do that. Well, welcome back. Thanks for, no, thanks for staying with us. Yeah, thanks oh, for. Oh, yeah. And we're back. Yeah, and yeah, now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were just taking a little time to daydream. Yep, sure <laughs> were. We are just taking a little break to do what we're talking about. So to get back on track yeah. with where we left off, yeah. um, this last little part, uh, we're going to be talking specifically about our living situation yeah. and really what occupies the most time in our mind when it comes to like these fantasies and in what our future looks like. Yeah. So. Totally. I don't know how we got 
onto this idea originally. And first thing we can talk about for sure is like the small home, like micro mansion yeah. sort of deal. So I don't know if you want to take that away. And yeah. So like our, that. I would say our like biggest first living fantasy that is very much obtainable was this idea of a quote small home, you know, not a tiny home. Um, we're not looking at downsizing that small, but just with this idea that it's just the two of us. Just the two of us. Um, like thousand square foot. Well, I would say maybe a thousand square foot, like like perimeter. But when you take into account that we want a loft, that technically counts in yeah, square footage, sure. so it might be bigger. But like the footprint is a thousand the, square the feet. The footprint, yeah. We we loved this idea. Still love the idea of um like a small footprint house that's we build up rather than out. Um, where it's a small home. It's designed and made for just the two of us. Just the two of us. You and I. And. It is the most customized, most luxury, most beautiful, perfect home. Yeah, which I found later that somebody else described a similar setting as a micro mansion. Yeah. And uh, I loved how that sounded, like being able to have that resort style living at your home and have it in a small footprint. Yeah. When we got the idea, it was like, we live in a 700 square foot apartment. It's like like 782. It's like, what if we had this exact same kind of space, but maybe a little bit bigger and maybe we had a a backyard and a pool. Yeah. And, but the size is the same. Like how much would that realistically, you know, cost to do something like that? Yeah. And I like, we just loved the idea that like we would have like a loft style small home and that it would be like the entire bottom level would be our living room, our kitchen, um, like a half bath, laundry somewhere, and like a media room. So that way we could have a, a small room like designated for Christopher Babe's most luxury media viewing experience. Because anyone who has you know been up to date with us knows that he takes his media consumption very seriously. Um, but then we wouldn't have to have a TV in the living area and yeah. it would just be a space where we have those like doors that open completely up to the outside. Yeah. We'd be sipping our coffee in the morning. Everybody's like, you guys are still going to spend a million dollars on a, on a tiny shack. And <laughs> like, yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> potentially, but the whole idea was to do that. Maybe add on, build other little casitas. Yeah. Like on a piece of property. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just have this little, compound of instead of having an attached guest room we'd be like that's the guest structure that's yeah. down there and it's just the bedroom yeah in its own freestanding structure yeah so have, who knows? My, have my own little salon space yeah on our property you would have like a little garage workspace we'd have a rooftop patio for barbecuing and i mean the, partying and the op like the possibilities yeah. are entirely endless yeah because if you want something, you just build a separate structure yeah. somewhere else. But, yeah. you know, maybe that's still in the cards. Um, I definitely think that that could be the front runner in the grand scheme of things. I would still like to have something similar to that at some point yeah, I wanna, in our lives. I almost want to, like, take that mentality and apply it to our newest yeah. dreaming endeavor. So... To kind of transition, um, one of the things that really got us onto this next thing was we were thinking about how we can go about building this this micro mansion mm-hmm. and be cost effective. And we're like, all right, well, we could buy the land. And then we're thinking, all right, what would we do? Would we get like an RV and put it there? Or like have some temporary structure that we'd have while our home is being built? And then we started watching all these van life people on mm-hmm. YouTube, specifically like Eamon and Beck. We started watching, well, we've been watching uh, Kara and Nate yeah. for a while, and then yeah. they transitioned into van life. Yeah. We're like, well, shit, maybe we'll be van life people, yeah. and we can live on the property, go travel around in the van yeah. while this small home is being built. Van life sucks. Yeah. 
And so that was like this intermediate stage that yeah. we were at. Yeah. And I think that occupied a lot of the time during COVID. Like yeah. thinking about that, like people in our community are starting to buy vans. Yep. And there was already like a full time like van life looking van that was parked here. You know, like, like, you know, like when you that. go driving down the street with like you're on a long car ride and you guys like people used to always play the bug game where like every time you'd see a bug, you'd like call it out. I feel like that's us now driving. We're just like van life. <laughs> Van life. Yeah, you see it everywhere. I mean, specifically by the beach, you yeah. see people in their vans parked out there all throughout the year. Yep. So we were thinking like maybe that would be a way for us to do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's crazy what these vans will go for now. Like people will spend over $100,000 on their van. Yeah. And I was like, eh. So then we started watching other people who converted an RV and like, oh, well, maybe we'll just convert an R- like an old RV and yeah. we can live in that. There's always something going on down in the trailer hood. Yeah. And then. And then we went um, to Catalina with your parents for a weekend. Yep. Yeah, we did that. On their boat. I don't know if that put the sails in I motion. Like, I feel like it. Ha- I feel- <laughs> You're so cheesy. I feel like it kind of did. It kind of did because it was a pretty nice just. I think it I, I think it was I think it put the sails into motion after the fact. Like I don't think we realized while we were physically on the boat, like just hanging out that like we were we weren't thinking of anything specifically. But then we came home and like within the next few weeks to come, we started coming across other videos similar to van life, RV life. And we were like, oh, that yeah. could be, that could be cool. So the latest endeavor for us that we're currently processing and thinking through and putting some like serious thought into it, like in the very early stages, like this might be something obtainable that we can actually do is kind of liquidating everything that we got here. <laughs> And going and trying to be a liveaboard on like a sailboat. Yeah. And for me, <laughs> it was like when I think about those bucket list things of having an extraordinary life, like a purchase like that and starting to get experience with something like that would put in, you know, make those wheels start turning of like, well, once you're retired and you have 30 years experience sailing, like you can go and probably sail the world and see all those things yeah wow so that's when like things started picking up traction i was like okay i could see where this can progress into knocking off all the other things that we want to kind of do with our lives and it falls into place exactly with the type of lifestyle that we want to live yeah and then babe here me went to work for a couple days in a row while you babe had some time off at home and you really just immersed yourself in all the sailing and living on a boat YouTube channels. That's what I do. And you know, and it so I definitely wasn't like in it with you at the same time. Like Yeah. But now it's been a few days and the more and I knew this would happen. This is this is why I kept encouraging like you kept thinking that you're like trying to read like Am I shutting it down or like, is it something that I'm interested in? And, you know, I just kept encouraging like, hey, I don't have an answer, but like, I'm definitely intrigued. Like, let's keep this conversation yeah. going. Let's keep it talking. And now it's only been like a few days in and like, I'm in it a hundred percent. Great success. Like I, for me, it's like, as long as it makes sense to do, then I'm like, yeah. we need to fucking do it. And that's the thing is like just hearing it, it probably sounds completely crazy. Like, oh, you'll never actually do this. Are you out of your mind? Like you're in no position to do this. Like who would actually do this sort of thing? But I think our circumstances are really unique in that for one, our finances are in place where we could do this. Yep. Um, if you look at like the numbers, we don't have any children. We yeah. don't have any animals. We don't have any debt. We literally have That's the no biggest thing. responsibilities. But the fact that we have no debt, yeah, is a huge thing for us. Yep. Um. Another thing, specifically in our area, when you look at the cost of housing, mm-hmm. the cost of rent, potentially, 
it could be significantly less money depending on how you went about yes. doing things. If you're a if you get fortunate enough to get a live aboard spot in a marina in our area, like and the cost of your boat is only costing you maybe a few hundred dollars a month or something. Mm-hmm. You could be saving like eight hundred dollars a month in, or more, in, yeah, or more in rent. Yeah. Um. So that was really appealing, specifically with some future endeavors that we potentially are going to be taking upon. Yeah. Soon, and then on top of that, one of the things that's also really encouraging is that we know somebody very close to us <laughs> who actually lives aboard on a boat, and that is my parents. Yep. My parents are full time boat livers. Yeah. So. That's kind of opening the door for like real world possibilities yeah. that they are doing that. Granted, you know, they're on the retirement side of things and they have a totally different boating yeah. style. Yeah, they don't have we we are looking at a sailboat. They don't have a sailboat um, and they've also have had their boat for eight years now. Yeah, they've had eight years experience of being on their boat without living on it to now you know now they're full-time. they just became full-time but they've, they've been but, partial live oh, for sure for that, those eight years essentially yeah. i mean and especially in the last like three they've yeah. been basically living on their boat but yeah. yeah i mean at least for my dad he's been a partial live aboard since mm-hmm. they've had the boat yeah and it wasn't just like a weekend toy for them to go yeah. out like they hardly take it out. Mm-hmm. They more so use it as a home mm-hmm. than anything. So yeah. that's where it's like, all right, I know that this is possible to yeah. do. Um, it's just a matter of lining everything up and seeing where this thing goes. Yeah. So that's where we're currently at with things. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's like our micro mansion daydreams are, again, it, we believe that it is something that is absolutely obtainable, but it's definitely something that we recognize is not obtainable in any near future. Like it's it's at least a solid five plus, maybe closer to seven yeah. to ten years away. This boat thing is something that we could potentially do, quote, tomorrow. Not but, that we yeah. are doing it tomorrow. Maybe. Financially we could. Yes. Financially we could do this tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but I would never go about doing that. It's a huge investment and you have to really do your research to make sure you're doing the right thing. And there's a whole bunch of other things that go into it. But the great thing about the boat thing specifically when it comes to like still having that dream of like a micro mansion is if everything career wise for me starts lining up and we decide to go the boat route, the amount of money that we could be saving while doing that yeah. could potentially fund that micro mansion project. Yeah. So that's where like this thing has this great lifestyle and like this extraordinary aspect to it that we could do, but it could also facilitate all the other dreams that we potentially have. Yeah. And that's where like I'm like, all right, like this this requires some actual looking into and seeing if we can make this happen. Yeah. And who knows? Like we we might try it out for a little bit and might not work out for us or whatever the case may be. But, you know, at least we did it. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's the biggest thing. I I feel that there's so many people out there who, you know, do van life, boat life, you know, whatever. These are all people who were normal people just like you and I working normal jobs, you know, doing the mundane day to day daily routine who up and decided fuck it, we're going to do it. And sometimes those kind of fuck it mentalities, sometimes they were only sparked from just a little bit of experience. Mm -hmm. Not even necessarily do all these people have like all this experience, like being on a boat and growing up on a boat. And like, you know, sometimes it's just like, fuck, we went on one trip and got the itch and decided we want to do this. You know, so it's like, for me, it's like, I would look, even if a lot of these people that we were following on YouTube and stuff, if they ever decided not to do this anymore, I would still look at them like with so much admiration and like respect for like, at least you fucking did something. At least you tried. At least you attempted to do something and you're figuring out life for yourself and not based off of like what other people think your life should look like. You know, I just have so much respect for that. Totally. And I just feel like I could have a lot of respect for us to do that, you know? Yeah. Again, at the end of the day, and I look back on my life, 
I started doing these things that we have talked about and yeah. we accomplish those, like I'll be able to look back on our life and feel good about it and be like, we really did something special and unique with the time that we had here. And that's that's yeah. what this whole episode was reflecting on. Yep. I think it's a healthy mindset to have to keep dreaming big. Yeah. And and you know, push the boundaries and yeah. do something different. And if you have the means to do it and you really want to do it, go fucking do it. Yeah. And I think like also a big important part of this episode is just to, you know, talk about the fact that like daydreaming is I think it's a very, very important thing to do. I think that especially in a time of 2020 and COVID and kind of all the craziness going on with the world and all the social injustice and just everything. It's like daydreaming is just such a healthy way to allow your mind to escape yeah. and kind of go into a, a great positive place for, for even just a moment, yeah. you know? Bigger and better things to come. Yeah. That's all I got for today. Yeah, that was fun. Super fun. All right, we're going to go look at more listings on boats and... Um, boats, boats, boats. Boats, boats, boats. Um, Thanks for joining us today. Um, again, if you um, are not new with us, thank you so much for continuing to come back. We really appreciate the listens. If you are new with us and you just recently discovered us, um, thanks so much for joining in. Please shoot us a DM on Instagram. Let us know how you came across us. Still we waiting for those DMs. <laughs> would love to interact with you guys. Um, truly, we really mean that. So, bon um, you can find us on Instagram at MySpace with You Podcast. Feel free to shoot us an email if you want. Uh, MySpace with You Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And, uh, also, if you have a quick minute, you can feel free to head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Um, we would greatly appreciate anything you have to say. Any of those reactions or interactions with us help really motivate us to keep going. Yeah, um, It's always really exciting for us when somebody reaches out to us and we make new friends Yeah, from places that we never thought that we would ever be making friends in. So definitely if you're listening to us and you found us randomly shoot us a, a dm yeah. on our social media yeah. let us know that you're listening in and, and you liked it or you didn't like it whatever just interact with us and also the more listens we get and the more you share us and spread us and the more popular we become then we can be famous and maybe this podcast can um finance our boat life <laughs> yeah and then you can stay tuned for the uh the boat podcast and the boat youtube channel yeah. we'll, we'll be the boat babes boat people all right guys, guys. <laughs> stupid uh okay. thanks for listening okay thanks for listening um have a great day okay bye okay bye